I'll tell you what went on on Saturday night at Melton, Matt. There was some uh, terrific stories to come out of the night. There was a lot to come out of the night. We had the 82-year-old Bob Kuchenmeister on the program yesterday, yesterday after his victory. Well, what about the performance of Catalpa Rescue um, with Abby Sanderson in the sulky? Um, the, the race favourite was dangerous. It started at $1.15. It was uh, driven by her brother, um, but she caused the upset of the night when she saluted on Catalpa Rescue at $101, and she joins us this morning. Uh, congratulations, Abby. Uh, thanks for your time. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, it was good. Thank you. What, what was the thrill like knocking off your brother there on Saturday night? Oh, it was good. I seen him galloping, and I was like, oh, no. But then I was like, oh, wait, oh, I have a bit of a chance. So that yeah, was good. <laughs> Did you actually have to catch yourself for a moment there, did you, when you saw that his horse had galloped? Yeah, I was like, oh, like I was like devastated for him there for a bit. I was like, oh, like no, because you know, dangerous probably might have won that race. It it um, didn't get checked and broke, and uh, yeah, but it was good for me, and I got a good card into the race, and yeah. Abby, anyone who has siblings knows that there's nothing more intense than sibling rivalry. Uh, I've got three <laughs> siblings, and it was. Um, Oh, it was it was a war zone for most of our childhood, and and even still, there are still moments. But so, to not only knock him off on an odds on favourite, but it, was it a, a oh damn, I've knocked off my own brother, or was it just a double celebration because you had knocked off your brother? It was more a double celebration just because of the like type of win it was, and then to get the win over him was even better. <laughs> and what did Dad say after the race? Oh, Dad was pretty happy. He was he seen Dangerous Gallop and then around the bend when I was coming into it he was like oh here comes Abby so yeah <laughs> I mean, he, was, he was thrilled yeah. what sort of conversation with the bro uh, as you uh, came back to scale afterwards <laughs> oh he was very happy for me he was very um, like happy and glad he was a bit, bit on the quieter side but he was he was happy for me and yeah so, he said, well done. <laughs> we, just take us through the Sanderson family with uh, how many brothers and sisters and how how intense. Is it, is it, is it a supportive relationship, brother and sister, or is it a, a, an arch rivalry? Well, it's, it's supportive on, like, the ground, but then when we're, on the, when we're on the racetrack, it's a bit of a rivalry. We like to beat each other. So, yeah, but um, I just have the one brother, just Ryan, and, yeah. We go around against each other quite a bit, and usually we go around to try and beat each other. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure you'll get plenty more opportunities to do battle over the coming years. Um, so just tell us a little bit more about yourself. So you're 17, is that right, Abby? Yeah, yep. I'm 17. I just finished school last year, and yeah. Yep, and was it always the plan to become a, a harness racing driver? Yeah, I loved it. Um, since I was a young kid um, and I, I did get into uni but I deferred it for a year and to see how the driving goes for me but I'm, I'm pretty passionate about the horses and that so yeah. What course have you put on hold at uni? Uh, bachelor of Business. Mm-hmm. Might come in handy later on if you become the next uh, um, Kate Gath you might need a bit of to manage your own <laughs> financial fortune. <laughs> Can only hope. <laughs> Abby, can I ask, when you were at school, did you have many friends in the classroom that had an interest in horses as well? Uh, not really. They all, like, you know, they like to keep, like, they congratulated me and that when I won and they, like, keep a little bit update, but none of them are really into the horses. So, 
Yeah, it was more just I just more just had the like harness racing friends that were into it. My school ones, they weren't really into harness racing, so I didn't know what it was about, really. Did you grow up in the country or the city? Uh, I was in the country for 11 years in Queensland, and then we moved to Sydney, and I was there for five years in metropolitan bits. It is a, a, amazing, and it's it's a little bit slightly worrying in some ways, Abby, and you might have a view on this as well, where my kids were brought up in a horse racing sort of environment through the picnics and so on, but hardly any of their mates at school had any inkling about it or any understanding and certainly a liking for it. They were into their, their own things. But when I grew up in the country, it was a much more... Uh, sort of normal sort of thing to have some sort of a, an attachment to the trots or the gallops or, or something like that. Have you noticed that um, it's, it, it's not something that a lot of your friends automatically take to or is it yeah. something that if you give them a bit of exposure to it, there's something about it that they cotton on to? Yeah, um, like some of them do, like cotton on to it and they keep up with where I'm racing every day and that and they like, you know, do their best to understand. So, like, it definitely it's more like that in the country than the city. Um, but, yeah, they they just they mostly just watch them go around and stuff. But they do uh, take a bit of an interest in it now. And no understanding of the risks you take because mm. everyone thinks about the risks that jockeys have, but driving is very risky. It goes very fast. I sat in a sulky mm. once and just nearly slid off. It's so... <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's not the safest profession in the world, Abby, is it? No, no, it's right. Like, you don't think something's going to happen and anything can happen in a split second. Like, yeah, but it's dangerous, but it's fun. <laughs> and, and what does the future look like for you, Abby? Are you, are you trying to just pick up as many drives as you can or um, what's the next few months look like? Yeah, hopefully just pick up as many, uh, like, drives as I can and see how I go and if when I drive out, if I drive out my claim and stuff, we'll see um, how that goes and if I still continue with, like, keeping up the drive after I lose my claim, then it'll be good. And if not, then I might look into the uh, training side of it as well. You might form a training partnership with your arch rival, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just can drive take us through, for listeners who are more up to speed with the gallops and the trots. When you say your claim, in the world of harness racing, what's a claim? You got a, When you uh, start out as a driver, you get a concession claim um, and you have that until you're 25, I think. And so you got your C5, which is you can claim five points. So if there's a race that's rated uh, 65 to 75, uh, 65 to 75, and your horse is an 80 rater, and it is allowed a claim, you can put uh, like junior on, like myself, and claim back five points to get into that race. So an overqualified horse can run in a grade underneath if driven by a claiming driver. Yeah, if the race allows a claim. Right. Yeah. How many do allow that? Uh. There's usually a couple of meeting, um, like not every race, but um, yeah, like not the young, not the like two and three year old races, like the ones on Saturday night. The Caduceus, that wasn't. You, you usually don't get claims in them race, but like the older horse races, usually usually can find some some races to claim into. Hey, Abby, Maddie, and I were we're thinking about trying to get someone on from Pony Club 
Australia um, through Racing Victoria in the next few days to work out what the... And I'm, I'm just going to ask you about your background and whether it involved pony trots or pony club or something like that. But we were going to try and work out the issue at pony club level because it parlays into the racing participants. And this is why there's so many female jockeys at the moment is because the main pathway through pony club and equestrian is almost exclusively populated by girls. And when I was going to pony club when I was a kid, it was about a 50-50 split. What, what's your background? Did you come through pony club or pony trots or, or something like that or equestrian? Yeah, I, um, I did pony trots when I was, when I was little. I, you know, I started when I was like seven. I did the little trots and I also just I didn't do it very long or as long just when I could. I did uh, have a little a riding horse. I did pony club for a little bit, but not very long. I was more mainly into the uh, trots. What was the boy-girl ratio through the pony trots and your brief stint at pony club? Uh, at the pony trots, there was actually a lot of girls. It was probably just slightly more girls. I'd say I did it in uh, Sydney, uh, Queensland, sorry, to start off, and there was, there was a fair few girls. And then, yeah, in Sydney, yeah, it's a very um, like strong ratio with the girls and the trots and even the pony club, there's... there's some boys in the pony club and girls, it's probably about even there. Hmm. That's interesting. Uh, Abby, before we let you go, I see that you're driving at Shepparton on Thursday. You've got a couple of drives late in the piece. Race five, you're on bundle of notes. And then in race eight, you've got some change going around. Don Rudd trains both of those horses. Um, what are your thoughts there on Thursday? Have you had a look at the form yet? I've had a little bit of a look. I think if um, bundle of notes goes... Uh, like he can, he's just got a few little niggly issues. If he goes to his best, I think he should run a good race and should be thereabouts. But um, we'll have to see how he, how he is in the warm-up and stuff. And uh, some change, it's a little bit up in grey, but he should get a nice run. So, yeah. Hey, Abby, every jockey or harness driver I know is a total adrenaline junkie. Yeah. Uh, just describe for listeners, and, and even if there might be some kids your age who are listening, going, I wonder what it's like. What's the surge? What's the adrenaline rush like when the gates fold back and you hit top gear and, you, and you're looking for the front? What's that like? Yeah, it's, um, it's great. It's super fun. Like You just feel like you're going fast and feel like you're driving a race car sometimes. And it, Yeah, and it's super fun to like just run out the gate. Yeah, especially on a horse that, you know, safe and that, can do it and it's pretty fast, yeah. Get a big, get a big adrenaline rush. Well, I've never driven a race car, Matt, and I probably won't be ever be able to afford to. So maybe I'm a better chance in a sulk, and maybe you could teach me a few things because you've been in one. Any, or would I be better placed to maybe Abby. have a chat to Abby? Yeah, that's or, probably. or her brother Ryan, if Abby's not or, available. Or yeah, Shane, yeah, I think yeah, any they of make the it Sanderson's on well might the be Sanderson, better. The Sanderson kids. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Abby, well done over the weekend. Outstanding to see you get the victory on Saturday night. Someone's texting saying, um, did Abby's brother run second? No, the horse galloped. But uh, you were the beneficiary of that, so well done. And uh, looking forward to seeing how that rivalry unfolds over the next couple of years. Well done. Thank you. There's uh, Abby Sanderson joining us there. 17-year-old harness driver who got a victory at Melton on Saturday night. Matt?